Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Good morning, Russell. Good morning Russell. And we say, Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for your presence. We thank you for this time that we have with you, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to be in that secret place with you, to commune with you, to connect within our spirits from the heart. We thank you, Father, for your love that is unchangeable for us and your mercy that you renew for us every single day as you continue to call us by name to come to you. You look not on our sins, you look not on our weakness, you look not on our pride, you look not on the crowns that we wear. But it is out of your love who you are. You seek that relationship with us and so you call you, Father. You call us to you, Father. We thank you for this privilege. We thank you for this honor that you bestow upon our lives. We thank you for the grace, Lord, that you are not willing to judge, but are ever willing to lift us up, to show us where the gaps are, to fill them by your grace, that we might then be lifted up to that life that you want us to have, that we might be lifted up to your light out of the pit, out of darkness. We thank you, Father. We enter your gates with thanksgiving in our hearts. We enter your courts with praise, Lord. And we enter into your holy of holies by the blood of Jesus. As we each connect with you in our spirit to be one spirit with you. It is he who tore the veil of the temple in two. That there is no longer that veil between you and us. That we can connect with you in our spirit. You are ever willing to pour out your wisdom into our hearts. You said, let him who lacks ask. We thank you, Father, that you open up our understanding. As we grow in the spirit, you make your scriptures real to us. Continue to reveal more and more of yourself, more and more of your ways that are higher than our ways, much higher. We acknowledge our nothingness, Lord. We acknowledge a lack of understanding, we acknowledge our emptiness and we surrender to you. That you might fill when you fill of your presence, Father. Then there is transformation, there is revival, there is renewal. Then Christ becomes real to us in every way. And that real Christ is who we are able to carry in our gospel to touch many more lives that you send us to. We thank you, Father, that you are doing a new thing every day for us and in us. We thank you, Jesus. As we make our prayer this morning, Lord, we acknowledge your presence in this prayer and we ask you to direct our thoughts, our words, our path, our prayer. We trust in you, Lord, with all our hearts. We lean not on our understanding, but on the revelation that you grant us, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. As we make our prayer, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the great I am, the lifter of men, the one who is high and lofty and inhabits eternity, the one who is always faithful. We place our trust in you, Lord. You always complete every good work you have started in us. You do not tarry, you do not delay. 
but you want us to trust in your process and we hold on, Father. We thank you, Lord. It is you who make the parched land a pool of water and thirsty land springs of water. That no matter what that wilderness looks like, when you turn the captivity of your people, you bring them into the promised land. You bring them within your plans. The plans that you have to prosper us, to give us an expected end. And not put us in harm's way. We thank you, Lord, for that. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus. Our rock, our refuge, our strong foundation of our Christian experience, the Alpha and the Omega. The author and the finisher of our life, of our destiny, of our faith. The bridge to the Father, the way, the truth and the life. Our daily bread. And we pray in the name of your spirit. The Holy Spirit of the living God. The spirit of truth. The spirit of victory. The spirit of El Shaddai, the all-powerful, now given to us through the power of resurrection. That same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead has now made his tabernacle within our mortal body and gives us life in the spirit. That we are quickened. He's the one who heals our backsliding. He is the one who convicts us and lifts us up. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with this gift of your word and your spirit. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of prayer, the gift of angels and destiny help us. We thank you, Lord, that you provide us with all our needs in accordance with your riches in the physical and you bless us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. And we stand on the confidence knowing that you are able to do exceedingly, abundantly, more than we can ask or even imagine or comprehend in the wildest of our imaginations. We place our trust in you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak, every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group, by your precious blood, Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word. As we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. It says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth today. Now we declare in faith, it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire. And as Ezekiel 12.28 says, none of my words will be delayed any longer. Whatever I speak will be fulfilled completely. I will achieve the purpose for which I send it when I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for
for the power of life on our tongue. And thank you for the discernment to choose life every time we speak in every circumstance. <clears throat> thank you, Jesus. Yesterday, we started a new series on when God turns your captivity. And we're reflecting on the 10 plagues of Egypt, where after the Israelites spent 400 years, they'd almost lost their faith. And then God anointed Moses and he sent Moses and Aaron to Pharaoh to say, let my people go. And we touched on the first plague yesterday where he turned the Nile into blood. But Pharaoh's magicians were able to reproduce that. And so Pharaoh was unmoved and he refused to budge. Even though it was an attack on the economy. And so God sent the second plague. This time he brought frogs out of the Nile onto the land. And they entered all into the land in all villages and entered the houses of people. And we can see that in Exodus six verse, sorry, Exodus eight verse six. Now this was a judgment on the frog-headed goddess of birth, Hecate. Because it was the goddess of birth, frogs were sacred to the Egyptians. And so they couldn't kill them. Even though they invaded their homes. Eventually, Pharaoh came to Moses. And at Moses' word, all the frogs died. But they died out of the houses. And out of the villages. Just at Moses' word. But the land was stinking. So when we say it's the goddess of birth, this was an attack on their productivity their fruitfulness. If you recall Genesis 1 verse 28, God blessed man by saying, be fruitful and multiply. And so here he was attacking on the fruitfulness that came by all other wicked means. Fruitfulness of the oppressor. By judging that altar and that spirit. And so, Lord, I pray against every altar of barrenness and unfruitfulness, every altar of witchcraft, of familiar spirits and marine spirits in the lives of your people in this house. Lord, let every stain of sin and iniquity found among your people here be washed clean by the blood of Jesus. And let these altars of barrenness and unfruitfulness in these lives be crushed by the blood of Jesus. Let the idols that sit on them be judged and every spirit and human priest that are tied to them be bound and incapacitated, be cursed in the name of Jesus and be uprooted and cast out by the power of the Holy Ghost in the mighty name of Jesus. Never to return to any of these families anymore. And for these, your faithful Lord, let their water be blessed and their land have no more barrenness. I pray the blessings of Exodus 23 verse 26 that no one shall suffer miscarriages or be barren in our land. 
not in their childbearing, not in their finances, not in their relationships or in their ministry. In any aspect of their life, there shall be no barrenness. And each shall fulfill the number of our days assigned to us in accordance with God's plan and will for each of these lives. And again in Psalm 92 verse 12, Lord, just as your word says there, Reclaim it over these lives. The righteous will flourish like the date palm. They will grow like the cedars in Lebanon, tall and strong, mighty in the Lord. I also pray your word, Lord, from John 15 verse 16 over this house, where Jesus said, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you. And I have appointed and placed and purposefully planted you so that you would go and bear fruit and keep on bearing and that your fruit will remain and be lasting so that whatever you ask of the Father in my name as my representative, he may give you. And we say amen to that, Lord. Let that blessing touch each of these lives that each one may bear fruit in your kingdom, Father, to your pleasure and to your glory. And we move on with the third one now. We see that at the end of that, after at Moses' word, all the frogs went out of the houses and out of the villages and died outside. Even though Pharaoh had requested it of him, he once again turned hard of heart and wouldn't let the Israelites go. And so came the third plague now. We see that in Exodus 8 verse 17, Aaron struck the dust of the ground and it was converted to lice or gnats. And these came both upon man and beast alike. Now this was a judgment on Geb, the god of the desert or the Egyptian god of the earth. Now, one thing to note here is that in the case of the first two plagues, Pharaoh's magicians were able to replicate the effects. They were able to reproduce those plagues, turning the water red and getting frogs out of the Nile. But in this case, they could not turn the dust into lice. They failed. No black magic worked. And so they now said to Pharaoh, this is definitely the finger of God. When you look at the Bible, there are only four occasions on which the finger of God is mentioned. And this is one of those four. So this is significant. But what's more important is them accepting that this is the finger of God. So Lord, we pray. Your word in 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14 says, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek, that is they crave and require as a necessity my face, seek a relationship with me, seek that connection with me, and then they turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven, will forgive their sin and heal their land. So, Lord, we repent for all the times 
that we went to idols, to elements of nature, to other religions, to earth worship. Even if in the name of tradition or culture, even if out of our ignorance, we repent, Lord. We reject every form of iniquity that we may have engaged or participated in in defiling the land. And we dissociate ourselves from it. Lord, I ask for the blood of Jesus to wash away that iniquity in faith. And the Bible says in Psalm 24 verse 1, the earth is the Lord's and everything that is in it, the fullness of it. And Psalm 115 verse 16 says, he has given the earth to the children of men. So everything that we need to fulfill God's plan in our lives comes from the earth. So I command the earth in the name of Jesus. The earth, wherever each of us are right now, commanded to pour out its blessings that the Lord ordained for each one in this house. I release you, earth, from any demonic ploys, covenants, curses, hexes, or witchcraft spells that you have been brought into by the children of wickedness. And as the ambassador of Jesus and joint heir with my Christ, I connect you, connect the earth to the service of Christ and his kingdom in this house. And I command you to open up your mouth and to swallow every demonic altar, witchcraft spell, subversive activity, ploy, plot and plan of the enemy to destroy our lives and our destiny in the name of Jesus. I command you to swallow all of these. Let there be a release of the good of the land, favor of the Lord and favor of men, divine relationships, businesses, investments, employments, health and material prosperity in accordance with the predetermined counsel of God and the plan that he has, as mentioned in Jeremiah 29, 11, for each one in this house and their families. I command a fulfillment of that in the name of Jesus. And I cancel and nullify the spirit of premature death. Cast it out of these lives, out of everyone that is part of this house in the name of Jesus. That they may fulfill all the days that are ordained for their lives. That they may fulfill everything that has been planned. And they were sent into this life when life was breathed into them before they were formed in their mother's womb. Lord, let that plan be brought to fruition. Let every destiny helper that is needed to step in to ensure that that plan is fulfilled. Let every angel that has been assigned to them be activated now in the name of Jesus. And no more will the earth realm work against these lives, against their destinies, but from here onward, this day forward, Lord. Let the earth realm work in alignment with their destinies in accordance with their plan. Let every altar that stands against it, against this house, seeking to alter that relationship with the earth, 
Let that altar be crushed completely by the blood of Jesus. That there is only a release of abundance from the earth to each one that is part of this house. And let that abundance be testified in the name of Jesus and for his glory. From this day forward, Lord, let it be testified. Let it be manifest. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And we shall stop here. Tomorrow we'll continue with the third part in our series with the fourth plague. Father, we ask for that edification in our spirit this day, Lord. But as we go through each of these and every altar that we are praying against, Lord, let that altar not only be crushed, but I ask for the wisdom, Lord, and the reconnectivity in our spirits so that the house that is swept clean of all forms of wickedness will not remain empty anymore. But let there be a hunger for your word, Lord, a reconnection and a rebuilding of that life, this time through faith and in, in the spirit, connected with you, one spirit with you, Lord. That when we now walk in this life forward, All that there is within is only your presence. That there is a fresh hunger for you, Lord, for that relationship with you. Which is what you seek from us. That we rise above seeking just your hand, your blessings, the benefits that come from you. But this time around, we seek the giver himself, the one that has promised those blessings. We seek a relationship with you. Now we come to you with a heart filled with love, with awe, with respect, with reverence for the one that is our father, the one that is our king, the one that is our master, the one that is a bridegroom. I ask for that edification in our spirits this day, Lord, and every day of our life. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease, for all families that are facing division and separation of any kind. We pray, Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance, poverty, all kinds of addictions, compulsive behaviors, mental disorders and any kind of limitation and infirmity, Lord. That every such yoke, every such chain of bondage be broken now by the blood of Jesus. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends as well, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us that you always hear us. As we release our faith in our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit and with your Holy Spirit who prays with us and on our behalf, who is aware of our infirmities and who fills that gap with his grace when he prays with and for us. So we believe, Lord, that this prayer is an answered prayer because you always complete every good work that you have begun in us. We believe this prayer is an answered prayer. 
Encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to connect with him in the spirit and be one spirit. To unmute and join in now. All those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shandaka, 
Thank you, Jesus. The words that were put on my heart this morning, and this may be meant for somebody here. The Lord says, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts, remain in me. The scripture I've been given is from Ephesians 2, 1 and 2. And you he made alive when you were dead through the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of this world, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And I'd like to confirm that scripture. For the words that you put on my heart were from the book of Romans, chapter 6. In particular, he mentioned verse 11. But for context, I'm reading from verse 7, where it is written. For he that is dead is free from sin. Now, if we be dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him. Knowing that Christ being raised from the dead dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he lived, he lives unto God. And so the verse 11 then, which is what I was pointed to. Likewise, reckon you also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin but alive unto God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We also have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Ephesians 6, verse 12, quoted from the NIV, where it says, For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections and his sharing uh, activation prayers on tearing down various kinds of altars each day. So I hope you are using those. You can copy and save those as well for your personal use later. That anytime you need to pray against any altars that the Holy Spirit shows you, then you have the words for that prayer. Also, if you are being blessed by our daily divine mercy and rosary sessions and the Friday Bible study sessions, please share these links for Zoom and YouTube with friends and family that they can join live sessions. Alternatively, you can point them to recordings on our YouTube page, Spotify podcast page, and Facebook pages. Lastly, a reminder about our Friday's Bible study session for tomorrow. The topic is altars and what you need to know about them. It's the sixth part where we continue to learn about altars, how to know if there is one working in your life and against it, the role that an altar plays in prayer and Tomorrow we will be touching on the most important one on how you can build your altar. Please share these links and invite at least one person to come and join us tomorrow. Give it as a gift. Let their life be blessed. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace 
And the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you. Thank you.